0: Hey friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful Podcast. So one of the listeners asked a question and I just want to remind you, you are super welcome to ask questions. I love answering questions, so please ask away. But in this case, the question was about, did you ever have a definitive moment where you felt a call to stop praying? I mean, we know that prayer is good, but is it okay to stop if you feel no grace for it? And the answer is absolutely, yes, you need to stop. So my sister came to visit some years ago and I was like, I kind of feel insulted every time I open my inbox. And she was like, I'm sorry, what? That's really strong language. And so she said, you probably need to start looking at your emails that come in and take each one before the Lord and say, is this an email subscription that I should be a part of or is this something I'm supposed to let go? Well, in that season, that was early on in my prayer journey, and I pretty much signed up for every prayer email that ever came across my desk. And so I probably had five different emails related to praying for the government and, and then, like, also information on how to contact your representatives. And, and then I had prayers coming in for praying for Bible translation and praying for the nation of India, and uh, I don't remember what all besides those. But it was, it was a lot of emails in any given week. And so as I, as each one came in and I would kind of hold it and say, how does this make me feel in my spirit? Do I feel peace about this? Am I excited to pray about this topic or is this one actually not for me? And it was really clear for me, for me, that I was not supposed to be getting the political emails or like the government emails, at least in that season. I'm not saying that I will never be supposed to get those emails, but in that season, that was one thing too many. And so... I unsubscribe from all of those. And there is a part where you're like, oh my goodness, I do feel like sort of a bad Christian because I probably should be praying for the government because the government is important. And we know that the scripture talks about how that you're supposed to pray for the kings and those in authority. And so anyway, I realized that that's a, that is a thing, but I had no grace for it and it felt like death to me. So <laughs> there you have it. That would be one example. I also had a season where I had cards of different names that I prayed through and I did that for probably a year and a half and I felt such joy as I did. It was like every week I felt like, and I've, I've written a book about this. It'll come out at some point, the prayer refresh expansion. So it's like a specific technique so that you have joy in praying through your cards, but that was a season in my life and that's actually one of the types of intercessors is a list intercessor where they just pray through lists and it's really beautiful and powerful for them and that's that's good like we want list intercessors but for me after about a year and a half as I turn my attention elsewhere more towards the business realm and praying for clients and such I realized I I still have lists of people to pray for they just have shifted from those I was praying for before and so Again, it feels kind of odd to be like, Lord, am I really allowed to just set down these other people that I've been praying for? And the answer is yes. Like, just like you would have a specific calling, maybe for a season to teach a Bible study or lead children's church, or just like when you raise your children, you have different seasons in life. They are in second grade and then they're in third grade and so forth. The... That I think is kind of how it is around prayer assignments as well. And yeah, so one of the other things that uh, Bob and I have talked about at different times is that it feels like you are kind of a bad Christian or certainly a bad prayer person, bad intercessor, if you are carrying something in prayer and then it's kind of like it's almost the end of the assignment and you're like, I cannot wait for this to be done. I can think of one of my friends emailed me about that over this summer, how she had been praying for a specific program that some friends of hers were running. And with about a week to go, she was kind of like, Oh, I am excited to be able to set this down. Well, yeah, because it is actually work in the spirit to pray for something. And I think it's easy for us to forget that that is actually a thing. And so just like, We are not called to save the world. That is Jesus' job. We're not called to pray for every single need that crosses our path. So uh, we get to actually ask Jesus, like, is this one for me to pick up? So I remember some years ago talking to one of my mentors from college, Scott Anderson, and I asked him, how do you navigate when people ask you to pray for them? And he said, Amy, almost always, if somebody asks me to pray for them, I will say, okay, let's pray right now. And he said, I will pray for them right then. And that is beautiful. And then I can walk away and not think about it again. But he said every once in a while, the Holy Spirit will highlight something and it'll be like, oh, oh, this, I'm okay. This is one I'm supposed to pray for, for on an ongoing basis. And so then that one it's like, you pick it up and then the Lord will let you know when it's time for you to set that down. So I hope that that's helpful. I think for me, that is, it was not an obvious answer. I've needed to process through that as well. So I think that that's a really excellent question and high five to you for asking it. Okay. Thank you, Jesus, that you don't give us more than we can bear. Thank you that you don't ask us to pray for more than we ought, (laughs) that you just give us the assignments that you have in each season and that you then give us the Prince of Peace to show us the way of peace so that we can walk out the calling that you have on our lives in health and joy. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.